and welcome to the season two of the Working While Homeschooling podcast, the podcast for workingwhilehomeschooling.com, where our mission is to help homeschooling parents make money, maybe even have a career while continuing to homeschool and without losing their sanity. My name is Julie and I am your host and resident career coach today. I want to thank you all for joining us and listening in. I hope you're doing well. On today's episode, we have Suzanne, who owns a home feed farm and pet supply store while homeschooling her three girls. So, Suzanne, can you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about yourself? Um, yeah, um, I'm, my name is Suzanne Carson. I am the owner of Feed em All Feeds, which is a feed and animal supply store in um, Middlesex County. Um, I have three daughters. They are seven three and 15 months and uh, we've been homeschooling for three years now. Fantastic. So can you tell us a little bit about like what it's like to own a storefront store and um, and homeschool at the same time? It is um, it's challenging. Um, it's a it's definitely busy. Um, I'm always on the go always got something going on. Um, the really cool thing is that we um, we meet a lot of new people. We get to um, interact with a lot of people. Um, as far as homeschooling at the same time, um, it's great because we can um, work on school in between customers. So we work on um, school for a little while, take a break, and can go back to it. So right. it's a very, you know, we, we can, we don't have to, we're not sitting down focused on things for really long periods of time, which works for us. Let's talk the logistics of it. Like, you know, so how do you kind of set this up? So you have a 15-month-old, a three-year-old, and a seven-year-old in a store all day long. How do you kind of, yes. like, honestly, I'm just like, how do you do it, if that makes sense? Yeah, so we have, we obviously, we have the retail space out front. I have an office area. Um, we've set up the office area to have um, kind of a playroom um, section. So the three-year-old and the 15-month-old spend a lot of time, you know, in the playroom, which is still attached to the office. So, you know, we're kind of in and out together. Um, and we have school a school desk set there. Um, so my seven-year-old has workspace. Um, she has her own little desk, um, and it's right behind my desk. So when we're in between, um, like I said, when we're in between customers, um, I am working with her um, across the desk and um, keeping an eye on the little ones. They have their, like I said, their play area. Um, so we have, um, it, it definitely can get a little loud and chaotic sometimes, but we, we have to set up, um, like I set up different um, little games for the younger ones to work on, um, try to pull out fresh toys and everything for them throughout the day. Um, so that they have something new, not the same thing all the time. And that keeps them busy while I can work with my older one with her. You know, she's doing third grade, so I can work with her um, more directly um, doing school. All right. Is there a particular curriculum or resources that you've used that you like and kind of make that more doable for you? We do a lot. We do um, focus more on, we do definitely do more book um, schoolwork. Um, we use the um, Bob Jones curriculum, um, which is more 
uh, is actually all book work. We don't do any video or, um, you know, gaming kind of school. Um, we've just found, I just found that for my seven-year-old, she focuses better when she can read and, and see what's right in front of her. She just learns better that way. Um, that's what's worked for us. Um, she loves, loves reading. Um, so having a curriculum that is more, you know, straightforward book work, she does really well with that. Okay, awesome, awesome. So let me ask the dreaded socialization question because everybody's wondering. Um, are, you know, with having to work in a store, are you able to kind of get out and do other activities or anything like that? We do. Um, my children are probably the most socialized children in our county. Um, they see people every right. day, um, lots of different people, different age groups. They can converse with children as well as adults. Um, but outside of work, we do, um, we are part of a 4-H club. I'm the, um, the leader of our local 4-H club. And so we do have interaction with um, kids, our, kids their own age. Um, so that is our, our main source of, um, I guess, same age socialization. We also um, go to church, and so they have Sunday school um, right. where they interact with other um, kids their age. Um, as you know, we do get chances, we do get a chance to get out to the park. Um, we have, um, I do have one um, person that comes and helps me at the store a couple of days a week. And so that gives me an opportunity to be able to get the kids out to go to the park or to go on a field trip um, and get them just out and about. Fantastic, fantastic. And is your husband and your spouse able to be involved in this as well? Or how does that work for you guys? It, absolutely. Um, I don't think I could do it without him. Um, we, we're a team in everything we do. Um, there are certainly moments where I struggle with how to um, explain something to my daughter or teach her something. And he is very good at being able to reword things in a different way. So in the evenings, um, we get home from work. We sit down after after dinner and sit down and, and go over some things. He goes over things with her um, and works on things that maybe we're having difficulty. There's a language barrier there sometimes where I don't necessarily um, explain it the way she can understand it. But he can explain it and she gets it right away. So he definitely helps with that That's quite excellent. a bit. So do you get the weird looks like, you know, when people find out that you're working in homeschooling um, at the same time? Absolutely. Um, people think that I'm crazy. And sometimes I think I am too. Um, <laughs> but um, uh, the, I definitely get the, um, you know, how do you do it all right. question. And, and honestly, the only way I can say is, teamwork we do it together as a family and you, we just have to keep pushing and do it um, we made the commitment to do it and um, just you know set your goals and keep going towards it now you did mention to me before that you're kind of a second generation homeschooler is that right I am yes my husband and I both are we were both um, homeschooled um, from first grade all the way through 
um, graduated and went to college. Um, so yeah, so that was pretty much the driving force um, behind the reason we wanted to homeschool because we had such a great experience with it ourselves. Um, and that we want to pass that on to our kids. We want to, we want to give them the same experience and education that we had as kids as well. And I know your kids are young, but what do they think of this kind of working in a homeschooling situation? Do they realize that it's different or have they figured that out um, yet? I don't know. I mean, I think my seven-year-old has figured out my oldest. She's figured out that it's not like not everybody does the same, you know, does things the same way we do. Um, but they've never known anything different. They've right. they've definitely you know grown up doing it. They've been they've grown up in the store atmosphere. They've grown up, so it's kind of second nature to them. Um, my my oldest does you know she sees the school buses going by and wants to know why she's not doesn't get to ride the school bus. Um, but I I think she understands that we I mean we don't we wouldn't be able to do some of the things that she does. She takes riding lessons and she rides a couple of days a week. We wouldn't be able to get out and do some of those things if she did go to school. So she understands. <laughs> well, as we wrap up today, um, is, is there a question out there, you know, that you would, if you could talk to the audience live today that you would love to have answers to, or is there any pretty questions that you're, you're kind of dealing with right now? Um, I think the, the biggest thing that I'm dealing with is um, third grade is hard. Um, <laughs> it only gets more fun. It, it is. It's supposed to be more fun. It's a, it, and I think it is fun, um, but it's definitely hard. Um, something, you know, there, you hit third grade and there's more, there's more involved with it. There's more, you know, more work to be done yeah. per se. And I, I definitely think that it has been a challenge fitting in everything that we need to do in, you know, the time that we have. Um, so my question would be, how does everyone else do it? How do you fit? How do you get all the work done? Um, we're doing it, but it's, it, it's a, you know, it's, it's not easy. Um, keeping your kids focused for the length of time that you have to um, is a challenge. And, you know, we, we get, a chance to take breaks but still there's there's some points where you really need to sit and focus and I think that the kids have a harder time focusing when they get to third grade for the length of time that they need to um, so how do you do it <laughs> yeah well I'll tell you my kids are older and just from my perspective um, that doesn't ever go away <laughs> uh, unfortunately um, that question of how in the world are we supposed to get all of this done um right but i you know i mean the thing is you have little bitties as i like to say so yeah you're like in in the weeds of it in my right. opinion <laughs> um but once they start once they kind of start getting to that point like around third grade where they're okay they can read on their own they can they can kind of like follow direct they can do a little bit on their own that's about mm -hmm. the time when we started kind of, okay, now now that you figured out how to read, okay, you can do, it was, okay, now I'm going to start teaching you how to, to do this on your own. So it's like, it's right. almost where we started to begin our independent learner right. stage, um, which takes forever. And my kids are in sixth and eighth grade. And I'll say they're just at the point now where like, really they're like, mom, they come to me only when they have a question. Right. 
And I'll tell you, I kind of missed the stage where they actually wanted me to participate. <laughs> um, well, I'm, I'm deep in that right now. We're, yeah. uh, I'm, I'm a constant participation in this. <laughs> exactly. I, sometimes I feel like I'm like, all right, I'm the greater and I'm the disciplinarian and, um, and I'm the chauffeur. Right. But it's like, oh, I don't get to do any of the fun homeschool stuff anymore. They're like, mom, I've got this. Go away. So, yeah. Yeah. So it, yeah. It'll happen eventually. Eventually. But you're, you know, you're kind of just in the weeds of it. Um, right. So there's hope on the other side. I promise. I promise. <laughs> um, and for those out there that are listening right now, is there a word of encouragement or just kind of like something you would want to leave them with today? If that's the last, if there was only one message that got across to them, what would you want them to know? I would say um, it's it, teamwork. It takes a village. Um, that really is the truth. Um, there's no way to do this without doing it all together as a family. Getting that from from getting the house chores done to getting the schoolwork done to getting everybody fed. Everything needs to be done as a team. Um, you lose the if if you have you know if your team is not all on board. It, you're not going to have success. Um, I, I definitely think that's it, that it takes, it takes everybody. Absolutely. I definitely agree with that. Well, thank you so much for hanging out with us here today. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you. As we wrap up our episode today, I want to thank you all for listening in. There are a ton of great podcasts out there, but you chose to spend your time here with me. So thank you. Please be sure to check out the show notes for the links to my site workingwhilehomeschooling.com, and all of the great ways that you can connect with me online. And I do appreciate our listener supporters. So if you've enjoyed today's podcast, you too can support us with a small monthly donation that helps us continue with great content and interviews like you've heard here today on the Working While Homeschooling podcast. Just check out the show notes for more of the information. I also appreciate your online reviews. All of you that are subscribing to our podcast, thank you to all of you who have been sharing this with your homeschooling friends. If you know someone that you think would be a great guest of our podcast, please let me know at julie at workingwhilehomeschooling.com. Thank you for listening today. Thank you for Suzanne who shared with her experience with us. And make sure all of you join us in our Facebook group for continuing conversation on today's topic and beyond. I look forward to seeing each of you soon in our next podcast for Working While Homeschooling. <laughs>